This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A frightening weekend in Borough Park. The mayor vows swift action after two more alleged anti-Semitic attacks in Brooklyn. Yes, we would love to see more police in the neighborhood. I'm Sean Adams in Borough Park. A teenage gang member who got a light sentence after crippling an NYPD detective leads police on a chase in a stolen car. I'm Marla Diamond in Brooklyn. Scratch-off tickets will be handed out starting today for vaccinations in New York, but not for long. Joe Connolly has the results of surveys about working from home. Last night's Billboard Music Awards looked like a celebrity version of Bring Our Children to Work Day. We'll hear the winners. And we'll revisit this day in New York's most iconic bridge opened up in our news radio archives for the state's milestones. It's Monday, May 24th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Yeah, weren't you and I in the middle of saying something about <laughs> 16 months ago when they I, pulled the I plug on things? I think it's been that long. You look the same. Uh, you've aged a lot, <laughs> I've noticed. Thank you, that's kind of <laughs> you. Now the mask is off, I can see it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Paul Renane, welcome back. It's good to have you back in the mornings. Wayne Cabot, it is lovely to be with you. It is the WCBS Morning News Roundup. The weather is lovely today, too. It's going to be not nearly as hot as the weekend was. The high, 67 today with a mix of clouds and sunshine. Two teenagers were jumped in a frightening weekend of anti-Semitic attacks in Borough Park. Attacks police think were carried out by the same group. Sean Adams is in Borough Park with the update. And, Sean, what happened? Well, two attacks. The synagogue, in the first one, the synagogue was their refuge. Uh, Saturday night around 7 o'clock, police say three men in a blue Toyota Camry set upon men outside a synagogue on 16th Avenue here. Uh, They shouted anti-Jewish statements. The Jewish men ran inside and locked the door. Forty-five minutes later on Ocean Parkway, police say attackers with baseball bats put two teens in headlocks and beat them. Borough Park resident Paul Krantz, he is hoping to see more police out here. Our police are very dedicated. They try their very best. But, but we need more. Well, we need more. Right. The NYPD Hate Crimes Task Force is investigating. Paul? What is the mayor saying, Sean, about the demands for more police? Mayor de Blasio visited the 66th Precinct Station House, and he emphatically stated... Anti-Semitism will not be tolerated in New York City. I want everyone to hear this loud and clear. We will stomp out anti-Semitism anywhere we find it. He says police will be out in force. We're talking about the critical response command. You're going to see them. The extra patrols will be out here. Lights flashing, sending a signal. Sean Adams there in Borough Park. A repeat offender who was paroled after putting a cop in a wheelchair got arrested yesterday again for putting police in danger. Marla Diamond is live on that story in Brooklyn. Marla? And police say 19-year-old Justin Morrell was behind the wheel of a car stolen from a Valley Stream dealership that he crashed Sunday after leading officers on a high-speed chase from East New York to Brownsville. It ended when Morrell crashed into several parked cars. He was arrested after a short foot chase. He was sentenced in 2019 to one and a third to four years at a juvenile detention center after being found guilty of an assault for the June 2017 incident that left Officer Dalsheveve in a wheelchair for life. He was convicted of driving a stolen car in 2017 and speeding off as Detective Veve was questioning him, dragging the officer at speeds reaching 60 miles per hour. What's the reaction from police on all this, Marla? 
Well, as you can imagine, representatives for the unions are furious. The president of the Detectives Endowment Association, Paul DiGiacomo, said if Murrell had stayed behind bars where he belongs, he would not have been able to hold Brooklyn's neighborhoods hostage with continued violence. PBA President Pat Lynch asked, what will it take for our broken justice system to keep him behind bars where he belongs? Marla Diamond on that story this morning. Thanks. The stock viewers, uh, futures, we should say, are indicating what looks to be a higher opening this morning. Joe Connolly is here with what surveys, Joe, show about working from home. Yeah, Paul, a lot of companies are expected to continue hybrid work models for many employees, but as reopenings start... Some bosses still aren't sure whether remote workers will retain their hustle, even though many companies marveled at how well working remotely worked out. Gartner Research says more remote workers than in-office workers say they are able to test new ideas and shift priorities easily away from the office. But some bosses worry about what they'll miss out on not being in and how long remote workers will stay motivated. Young employees and extroverts are the most likely to say they prefer being in the office. A survey by Rensselaer and Northeastern shows remote and in-office workers both are promoted at the same rates, but remote workers' salaries don't rise as much. The Wall Street Journal says just returning to the office like it's 2019 again will be a big missed opportunity. Facebook says some workers can work remotely permanently, Well, at the same time, Facebook is building a large new office in Manhattan near Penn Station. And now in the morning news roundup, our WCBS Exigen Weather Forecast. And in for Craig Allen this morning, Mike Lassini, how are we looking out there? Well, Wayne, it's looking like uh, we are not going to be experiencing the warm summer-like weather we had over the weekend. A much cooler day today as clouds will limit our sunshine. We're looking at a high of 67 degrees today. Our normal high this time of year is in around the low 70s, so... Quite a change from yesterday. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low 57 in Central Park. Then a milder day for us on for tomorrow with a mix of clouds and sunshine with a high of 73. Wednesday, breezy and hot with clouds, some sunshine, a high of 90 on Wednesday. Can't rule out an afternoon thunderstorm. Thursday, remaining warm with a mix of clouds and some sunshine, a high of 84. Then cloudy and cooler on Friday. A storm system will bring us rain, perhaps uh, in the afternoon, especially at night, high 67 degrees. Right now we have partly to mostly cloudy skies. 61 is our temperature in Central Park, headed up to a high of 67 today. Mike Lassini in the Weather Center at WCBS. Wayne Cabot along with Paul Murnane. And what music was on your speaker in 2020? Deborah Rodriguez recaps last night's Billboard Music Awards. Pink won the Icon Award and wowed with her eight-year-old daughter Willow and a gravity-defying aerial performance. Drake picked up top streaming prize, hoisting his three-year-old son Adonis in his arms. I want to dedicate this <laughs> Young rapper Pop Smoke, killed during a home invasion robbery, won five prizes posthumously. His mother accepted. He did this so that 14-year-olds would not have to kill to prove they are somebody. After being shut out of the Grammys, The weekend swept the billboards with 10 awards and promised the red jacket and battered face prosthetics are gone. The after hours are done and the dawn is coming. Morgan Wallen won top country honors despite being banned from attending after he was caught using a racial slur. 
Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Get your vaccine, get your scratch-off ticket. Today's the day New York will incentivize the unvaccinated amongst us in an effort to get the numbers up to we're all safer. For those inclined to take the bribe, you have just this week. This ends on Friday. To get your vax and scratch ticket, you have to go to one of the state's 10 mass vaccination sites. The top prize is $5 million, but anyone who has a ticket has a 1 in 9 chance of winning something. Monday morning, the 24th. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. I'm Paul Murnane with your three things to know. We're awaiting a briefing this morning from New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy on the hunt for an attacker who shot up a 90s-themed party in Cumberland County Saturday night, leaving two dead and 12 wounded. Last we heard, there was no suspect and no motive. Number two, Trey Young's last-second shot gives Atlanta the win in Game 1 against the Knicks at a raucous Madison Square Garden. More in sports about that. Plus, Phil Mickelson's big win at an age that's approaching his golf score. Third thing, the COVID-19 death toll in India has passed 300,000, but the devastating surge of new infections appears to be easing in the big cities. Experts believe India's true toll is significantly higher. It's the WCBS Morning News Roundup. And now from our archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, the 24th of May. 2019, 8 o'clock in the morning. A stay-at-home mom in Connecticut dropped off her kids at their new Canaan country school and then missed two doctor's appointments that day in New York City. That night, friends called police to say Jennifer Dulos was missing. Also that night, video would show two people dumping bloody garbage bags in Hartford. And soon her estranged husband, Fotis Dulos, and his girlfriend, Michelle Traconis, were arrested. Fotis, what happened to Jennifer? But on the day Fotis was due in court, he killed himself. Traconis, the other woman, maintained she knows about as much as the rest of us do. I have no idea what happened to Jennifer. I have no idea where Jennifer is. Connecticut State Police told CBS's Aaron Moriarty for 48 hours. Is it possible you will never know, ever find her body? I don't want to think that way. Every day I ask myself, where's Jennifer? It remains a cold case. Also on this date, a case that was cold since 1979, the disappearance of Aton Pace broke in 2012 with the arrest of Pedro Hernandez of New Jersey. 23 years after Aton's parents let their six-year-old walk alone to school in Greenwich Village for the first time. This is the date New York City opened the first bridge to connect Manhattan with Brooklyn, which was its own city back then in 1883. Like the folks you meet on, like to plant my feet on the Brooklyn Bridge. Architect John A. Roebling was not there that day because years earlier, doing a survey for the bridge, his foot was pinned by a ferry. His toes were amputated. He was infected with tetanus and died, never seeing the birth of what would be the most famous and some think most majestic bridge in New York. That, by the way, is Frank Sinatra in 1947. And this is May 24th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, live on 880 and on demand at WCBS880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts.